Hey, redheads and everyone else listening, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Adrienne, and today's episode is really cool. So we are kicking off Melanoma Awareness Month. It is the whole month of May, and we wanted to do this special Saturday episode all about Melanoma Awareness Month, and we have a really, really cool guest on. Her name is Evelyn Mose, and she is the product line manager at Vertra. And surprise, if you are an H2 Bar Box subscriber, Vertra sunscreen is going to be in your May H2 Bar Box. So we are kicking it off with some excitement. If you're an H2 Bar Box subscriber, if you are a redhead, you've had sunburns, probably all of us, yeah. right? So right. we kind of just wanted to talk about how awesome she is, how awesome the sunline uh, is, and just talk about kind of our own experiences too with sunscreen and sunburns. <laughs> I know, right? We've experienced it all. And if you're new to the Vertra brand, they were launched in Hawaii in 2004 um, as the first premium sun care line to hit the action sports market, which we'll go into more details with Evelyn about the athletes that they work with and the products that they have. And yeah, we're super excited to introduce this brand to you guys and have them in our May H2 Bar Box. And they just have amazing high-performance SPF products. Again, we'll go into it in more detail. But um, yeah, May is Melanoma Awareness Month. And it's pretty, you know, it's something that we really like to talk about every May throughout the year, of course, with redheads being more susceptible to melanoma. And with over 5 million cases diagnosed in the United States each year, skin cancers is America's most common cancer. And it's pretty, you know, it's one of those things where you get it directly, you get most melanoma from being out in the sun. And it's kind of crazy to think about that you can actually prevent it. And it's, yeah, by using sunscreen and practicing sun safety. So... And a recent study found that many of the American sunscreen products labeled as broad spectrum block... So important. I know. Block UVB rays, but don't block UVA rays. So if you're new to the UVA and UVB, it is kind of confusing. So to simplify it, they're, they're the two basic types of ultraviolet rays that reach the Earth's surface. UVB rays, they're responsible for producing your sunburn, right? So they play the greatest role in causing skin cancers. And then UVA also plays a role in the skin cancer formation. But in addition, UVA rays penetrate more deeply into the skin and play a greater role in premature skin aging changes, including like wrinkles and phytoaging. So the... Vertra is committed to creating a premium sunscreen line that's infused with non-nano mineral UVA UVB blockers that meet the maximum 80-minute FDA water and sweat-resistant ratings. They're also paraben-free and great for redhead skin. So yeah, for over a decade now, Vertra has provided the ocean's best athletes with superior UV protection with their patented processes. So um yeah they're considered for an ultimate skincare product line if you are outdoorsy um or if you're not you know if you're an athlete or not you know anyone can use this product and it's super versatile um 
all their products are fantastic. We tried them recently, a couple months ago, and we just loved everything. And then we were super excited when they, you know, when we started planning them being in our beauty box. Yeah. So I remember what, so what happens is Stephanie's the one who I know if you guys have listened to the podcast before, Stephanie gets all the brands in the H2 bar box and she has since the start. It's actually one of her passions. She's so good at it. She, she always says that she, she loves connecting with the brands. Um, so she connected with Vertra and then what happens is she sends the products are sent to our warehouse and that's when the testing begins. So while Stephanie is introducing, you know, our whole team to the, to the brand itself, the products arrive to our warehouse and then we have natural redheads, myself and Stephanie included, who will start testing the products to see number one, what are the best products to put into the box if they're redhead friendly approved, um, a lot of times we just say this won't be a fit um, with Vertra. They, I remember exactly the day that they were sent to us because the packaging is really like beautiful and like black packaging and like it's very like attractive to like it is, to, yeah. to, to use it. And Stephanie was like, OK, can you try this Vertra brand? And I remember looking at it and researching it. Um, it's part of the experience for myself when I'm trying a product. And Stephanie told me it got started in Hawaii. And I had just watched a documentary about the surfers in Hawaii. And I was like blown away that like if if you if you've ever watched a documentary about Hawaii surfers, it's amazing. Like the crazy waves and like how people travel all over the world to surf there. So I don't know why I just had this like very like it was like ingrained in my brain that like, oh, my God, these surfers must be wearing the sunscreen. So if it can last in waves like that, like imagine how good it is. And it really is awesome. Like it goes on white. I'm talking about the face stick. Um, it goes on white, but you can really, it blends into the skin really, really well. It does. Yeah. And for anyone who sweats a lot, I gave it to my husband. He sweats a lot like with, with his job and stuff. And he felt like it was just giving him really great protection. And like I used it, I didn't break out, which usually if I'm trying a new sunscreen, just because of like the heaviness of sunscreens, even though that's very important, I have an immediate breakout. So I didn't have a breakout. And I was like, Steph, this stuff is so awesome. So we're really excited to have it a part of the May H2 bar box, but also talk to you guys more about like the ingredients behind Vertra. Um, talk to Evelyn about her, you know, her life. She has a really interesting story. Um, she was an athlete and was in two World Cup tournaments for soccer. So that's, that's something so cool. so cool we're going to talk to her about. She also worked with some really known um, brands. So basically to give you a rundown about Evelyn, um, she found her love for cosmetics and skincare. She had severe acne. We've had podcasts where we have talked about acne. I have struggled with acne too. Um, and she realized all she needed was the right products. And we, t Stephanie and I talk about that all the time. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. um, so she realized the same thing. She had very little skill. It helped build up her self-confidence. And she went on to spend years working for many well-known brands such as Dior, Chanel, Estee Lauder, Kate Somerville. Um, and because of her own struggles with skin, she found working with skincare was the most rewarding because I understand what she's going through. Because with How to Be a Redhead, I think Stephanie and I feel like it's super rewarding because we know like what most customers are going through because we've gone through it. So um, anyway, she feels the same way. And she loves working in the sunscreen business because it holds a very importance to her because of skin cancer it runs in her family. And recently, um, Steph will def talk, definitely talk to her about how her fiance 
fiance had skin cancer two years ago, but he's healthy and good now. So that's really great. And that's so great. Yeah. Her message to redheads, and of course, we'll discuss this with her, is that sunscreen is the best anti-aging product, but it literally saves lives. And that is the mission of what we want to talk about throughout this Melanoma Awareness Month. And every day she's honored to be a part of Virtra because they create products that don't only look great. We were just talking about that, mm-hmm. but they also help people from other potential, you know, they help people not get skin cancer and other potential illnesses and um, preventative. Yeah, it's so preventative. And Mm -hmm. so that's really powerful. So Steph, I'm really excited to talk to her. And just I think I'm just so excited to be back in the podcast world, too. I know me too. (laughs) We missed you guys. (laughs) And now, you know, with May, too, it's just a nice, you know, spring is here and summer's coming. So why not talk about sunscreen, sun safety, ways to protect yourself this summer, you know, especially if you're outside a lot more. In, we were inside a lot last year with everything happening throughout this cra- this world. And now I think more people are going to be out. And it's just really, we can't stress enough how in the importance of wearing sunscreen and reapplying every two hours, but using products that you really trust and that you know what the ingredients are, you know that they won't break you out. If you have oily skin, they won't clog your pores. If you have acne, it won't make you, you know, even wake up the next day and get more acne. I hate, you know, when you try a product and then you break out. That's the worst. Right. What about like, what about also Stephanie is like, we just did a a funny reel on this, but like when you are in, when you're in doubt, just wear sunscreen anyway. (laughs) always just always wear sunscreen even if it's a cloudy day because like the sun's gonna come out and Steph do you remember this is um this is funny but we were we backpacked through Europe in 2008 and it was like cloudy one time when we were in Paris, it was cloudy, sunny, cloudy, sunny, cloudy, sunny. Mm-hmm. And like, we were just getting so upset because we're like, we didn't want to get a sunburn because we had got a sunburn in Southern France. Remember? Horrible. <laughs> so the idea is so we always joke, like when in doubt, just wear the sunscreen because like always. the sun's going to come out <laughs> and you're going to yeah, get something. Just always <laughs> carry it in your purse or your bag or, you know, anywhere. And now they say even wear sunscreen in the house, which I thought was really interesting yeah. didn't we do a post on that last year about like you can't actually get sunburn inside yes I think it too depends on if you're working which a lot of people now work from home and have in the past year if you're by a window because it's mm-hmm. similar when you're in the car and you're yeah. by a window you know you can still get a sunburn and then it's similar if you're traveling you know how they say you can get a sunburn if you're by the window seat in an airplane so yeah yeah just always wear sunscreen and then you know something that we found out recently you cannot check your full size sunscreen. So the cool thing about Virtra sticks that are being featured in the May H2 Bar box is that the fact that they are travel friendly so, yeah. and you in can you can pack them in your carry-on. But you think that one day they'll be able to we'll be able to pack our sunscreen full size bottles in our carry-ons. Yeah, you would think so because you can do it with contact solution, which Stephanie and I are avid contact wearers. I know. They always have to test it. Mm-hmm. I always, yeah. I peanut know. butter but they, too. Peanut butter is one that you can bring on if you have bad blood sugar like I do. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, I didn't know that. We should just call Evelyn and get down. We have so much to ask her and talk about. I mean, Stephanie and I could talk about sunscreen all day. So. Yeah. So let's call her up. Guess what, Redheads? 
the H2Bar box is now offering a deluxe version of the beauty box sent out four times a year in addition to the monthly box. You now have two options for enjoying the beauty subscription box for redheads. The monthly box is worth $80 plus and the deluxe quarterly box is worth $250 plus. Each and every product is Redhead Friendly approved. Head to h2barbox.com to subscribe and use code PODCAST to receive 20% off. Hi, Evelyn. Welcome to the How to Be a Redhead podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. We are so excited. We obviously, we read your bio and we did an intro um, prior to calling you. And we just have so many questions. We're really excited <laughs> to share with our audience, you know, all who are redheads, um, about Vertra and the exciting line. And of course, that it's involved in the May H2 Bar Box and Melanoma Awareness Month. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much. Probably better that I didn't hear my own intro because those things are always kind of kind of I know you're in the same room <laughs> I know totally okay so um tell us a bit about the brand um why it was created and obviously your role in it too yeah so about Vertra um so back in 2004 uh there was a big group of surfers that were buying cosmetic sunscreens at local de department stores because there was nothing available for them at local surf shops that really catered to their needs so I know that sunscreen has come a long way since 2004, but I want us to really think back. Um, sunscreens back in the day were not, they weren't very aesthetically pleasing. And because they weren't really thought of as a cosmetic or like a skincare, you know, an everyday skincare product, they really weren't treated as such and formulated as such. And they were greasy and bloopy and just not, I mean, heavy. And they just weren't really that great to wear. So, you know, when these surfers were out looking for sunscreens, they really wanted um, something with the right weight, the right feel, the right quality. Um, so they were going to department stores and getting basically SPF infused cosmetics. Um, because the original founders were from Hawaii, they had quite a bit of interaction with the professional surfers that would come into town for the contests and everything. And um, when they were talking with them, they realized that actually the professionals were doing the exact same thing as they were. So then this light bulb came off. Like mm -hmm. all of these surfers were buying SPF products from department stores that were essentially cosmetics. Um, and nobody was really buying the SPF. They weren't really speaking to them or catering to them correctly. So with this knowledge in mind, uh, the original founders went to uh, Japan actually, and they went straight to a cosmetic factory, not a traditional sunscreen factory. And they approached the formulation of the original three face sticks. And now we, we have some additional colors that have come out. But they approached the formulation as a cosmetic product infused with SPF um, mm. to achieve the look and the feel that they were striving for, which was really unique back then, um, instead of a SPF that, that brands were trying to say could also be used every day, but really weren't as aesthetically pleasing as a cosmetic. So... Vertra is, you know, truly a brand uh, kind of made by and for athletes, um, kind of going back to that original um, ethos and why the product was created. So every single product that makes uh, that makes it to market is so rigorously wear tested and approved by our roster of athletes. Um, it's very unique for a sunscreen company to approach product development like that. So uh, that's kind of a little bit about Vertra. 
my role in the brand, I am head of product. So I lead product development, product design, um, innovation. Cool. So, yeah, super, super mm-hmm. cool. Um, we, I'm not a formulator or a chemist, but I do work, uh, our brand works with trusted contract manufacturers. We still actually, to this day, work with that original factory in Japan that made our original SKUs that came out in 2007. So we still work with them, but we work with quite a bit of other manufacturers as well. Um, and so, yeah, I, this has been a really fun, um, such a fun job that combines my love for athletics and sports and being outdoors. And I'm in the Pacific Northwest. So, you know, I, I'm in a beautiful, beautiful place. People are very it outdoorsy is. here. <laughs> and yeah, we love the love. Pacific Northwest. Yeah, it's oh, so yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. And then it also combines my love and experience for uh, cosmetics and skincare. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a, it's a dream job for me, for sure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And so one of the other questions we wanted to kind of pop in was, and Stephanie has so much to talk about with athletics and everything. <laughs> yeah. So tying in with <laughs> athletics and you said being outdoorsy and obviously touching upon Vertra's with the surfers and how the brand came about, um, we heard you were a competitive soccer player in your teens <laughs> and even played in two world tournaments. World Cup tournaments in Europe, which is a fascinating. I mean, I think that's so cool. I know Adrian <laughs> and I read that when you sent us over your bio, and we were like, "Oh my god, that's so fast!" You know, that's so awesome. And just like soccer and so many sports, I'm sure that you played soccer as a kid. I'm assuming, but there's so many sports that you play as a young kid outside. And Adrian and I always kind of think about our childhood and I was a lot more athletic than Adrian and I played a lot. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I was, I mean, you were a swimmer. You were. No, she was, she's still so much more athletic than I am. Yeah. But I played a lot of tennis back like when I was very, very young and I was constantly was outside. Fun. Yeah. I did. Ten- I tried soccer for one I tried soccer for one year and didn't. I got bruised just way too easily. So, but you know, it was one of those things our parents wanted us to try new things. But anyway, yeah, I, sure. I was outside a lot uh, playing tennis. And looking back, I guess I, I don't remember applying sunscreen on the days that I played tennis, which was almost every single day in the summer. Remember, Adrian, I did like summer camps. And so I think, yeah, I got so many sunburns, but I don't, I don't know if it just maybe, I remember our mom giving me sunscreen. So I don't know if it just was not an education. Like I didn't know, you know, as a young kid to apply it and reapply, but I got really bad sunburn. So we just wanted to touch Mm -hmm. upon, you know, tying in with, obviously I'm not an athlete, but I grew up playing a lot of sports and then kind of hearing just when you sent us over the bio about you playing soccer, what was your background i mean as a kid did you also did did you wear sunscreen yeah yeah Yeah. so um my my dad is actually he's mexican native american and so he's very dark naturally with um i mean very dark black curly hair and then my mom is actually um german so she's a natural blonde with blue eyes very freckly oh wow (laughs) so um my sister and i we both got my dad's hair and a lot of his features but we definitely got my mom's skin so we are very fair um and we and we can pretty easily just because of my dad's heritage but you know lucky lucky right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, it doesn't mean we don't burn and playing soccer 
back in the day, I mean, talk about, yeah, talk about sunburns and everything and spending just, you know, summers outside and practicing. And um, I, you know, my mom did urge us because skin cancer does run in my mom's side of the family pretty prevalently. I mean, because they're in the category of people who tend to get, you know, that that really do tend to, to see high rates of skin cancer. So she was always urging us to wear it. Whereas my dad was a lot more lax because I don't think I've ever seen my dad with a sunburn, just, just his skin, just, or, you know, he's getting sun damage, but you can't tell just because he's so dark naturally. So there was always this kind of, you know, um, just like competing, you know, do the girls need to wear them? Do they? And really, I don't think the education was that great. And I'm going to be honest as a kid, when I was, you know, practicing and they weren't around, I wasn't putting it on because it right. wasn't comfortable to wear. It was so, I mean, your hands were all great. Where are you going to wipe off your hands after you put it on? You know, are you- and it's not cool. Like, you know, as a kid, I don't know. You don't want to be applying. Like I look back, Adrian and I both went to college in Miami and I wish I had put sunscreen on more in college, especially, I don't, I look back and I never did. And I think it's because- Maybe I didn't think like it was cool, you know, quote unquote, but now we apply it all the time. (laughs) Totally. And I, and I think the good, one of the great things that's happened, um, and this has been, you know, the beauty and skincare industry have really pushed this forward is that, uh, sunscreen is, it's a, it's a cool skincare product now, and there are really cool innovations coming out with it. And, um, you know, coming from the cosmetics background, once I started working in cosmetics, of course, then I was a convert and I wore, you know, sunscreen every day. A lot of that damage that had already happened as a teen had already happened, but I have been good since then because the more I read about it and the more educated I got, I was like, wow, this is, you know, um, this is so great. SPF is the ultimate anti-ager. So even though you, you know, other serums and creams and stuff are really flashy and cool. And they have all the marketing ingredients and stuff. At the end of the day, sunscreen is really what's going to keep your skin looking great for a lot longer. It's going to do a lot more than a lot of other skin products on the market. Totally. And and just to touch upon your fiance who had yes. skin cancer, he's okay. You said in your bio, but yes. how, what happened with that? Yeah. So he had, um, the basal cell carcinoma he had it on his so aj his name's aj um we've been together seven years he yeah (laughs) he grew up in uh california kind of the bay area and his mom's family was all from hawaii so he spent you know the school year in california and then the summer breaks all in hawaii so talk about just massive sun exposure as a kid and um he was a surfer actually so this all weirdly comes full circle um i i feel like i should say i am not but i do work with a lot of surfers but um aj did surf he skated he was i mean um i think also just kids used to be outside a lot more and really he didn't there was no like his mom didn't push him to wear sunscreen. Uh, it really wasn't, especially for guys talk about being uncool. Like we talk about us, but I also, like, you know, back in the day, if you're surfing and skateboarding, you're not like, wait, wait a second, I put on my sunscreen. That wasn't really something that, um, that they did back then, you know? So, um, yeah, he did have, um, he did have some skin cancer on his cheek actually. And, um, they did have to take quite a bit, um, quite a bit out. He does have a, you know, he does have a lasting scar there. I think he's very handsome and he's still very handsome, but it's just, it's a very real thing. I think that we don't, um, 
you know, and when I try to educate kids and stuff about wearing sunscreen now, I just, th- there are these real consequences. I don't like to lead with the fear. I, because I think that that makes it not fun. And that was kind of the story for years. I don't think it really caught on, but um, you know, I, there is these real consequences and, you know, because now he's had one, we're kind of on the lookout for others. He's got another spot on his face that he's getting looked at. Um, he sees the dermatologist very frequently, but yeah, it's, it's very scary, you know, and, and we're very fortunate that, um, he just has a minimal scar. He's not, you know, disfigured in any way, but I know that we're lucky. I know that he's lucky because that's not always the case. Right. Right. So when you, when you found out too, that it, what, what were your signs, you know, cause we're always talking to our audience about the signs that you have. Yeah. Melanoma. So it's raised usually. And I know there's all these different, you know, the ABCDEs. Yeah. Yeah. You know what was, so it, it wasn't um, melanoma, but um, he he did have, um, this is why it was really weird. He basically just had this little patch. It was under his facial hair, so under his beard. So he really only noticed it when he shaved, which I think is another thing that I would urge, especially men, like, and, um, and I've known men and women who've had skin cancer of different forms on their scalp. So, you know, like when you're getting your hair cut, I now I always ask my hairdresser like, hey, can you just do a quick check on my scalp? Because these are the things, you know, it's very difficult to identify on your own. Um, But facial hair can hide these things on the face for men um, as well. So he had this little patch and it was actually indented. It wasn't raised, which is I think we Mm. let it go for quite some time because it it was almost just like a little dry patch that could um, it would like get irritated and flaky. And um, it was slightly discolored, but I, but it could have looked like a patch of irritated skin, almost like eczema or psoriasis, which he has eczema. So we were kind of like, eh, like it looks like a irritated piece of you know skin. And it, the thing is, it was so persistent. It never went away. It kept coming back. Um, it started eventually, like the little dry patch that started out super small got bigger and bigger and that's when we were like okay we really need to go in and have it looked at and yep it was it was skin cancer so I mean Mm -hmm. the thing is it's I because we do hear about the raised and the like because this was so not and I work in skincare and it was just nothing that I had seen firsthand before I just think you know you are your best advocate so if you feel like something's off even if it doesn't match maybe textbook this or that it's just just go get it checked because you don't know, right. you know? Yeah. That's <laughs> right. so important. No, it's, it's so important. Um, so speaking of the, um, the wonderful face sticks that, that you've been mentioning throughout our conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so the pearl white sticks, 50 plus face, face sticks are in the May H2 bar box. Yay! So a lot of our <laughs> listeners right now are H2 bar box subscribers and their box is either on their way or if they are around our warehouse and they get it like within like the next 24 <laughs> hours of this airing, um, they're going to be receiving this cool Bertra product. So tell them why it's so awesome. It's so unique and the ways they can use it. Yes, for sure. I am so excited to be talking about the Pearl White Stick because in our line, it really is the pinnacle of protection for all of our SPF sticks, very important for redheads. Um, This was one of the original three products that was launched back in 2007 and still remains one of our best sellers today. 
this one has the highest SPF value of any of our six. So it has the SPF 50, which filters out approximately 98% of all incoming UVB rays. Then I have to use a little plug if used as directed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but additionally, the stick, like all of our other face sticks, offers broad spectrum protection, which means that it has been tested to show that it gives protection against UVA rays. And it's 80 minute water resistant. So super cool. But beyond the very technical features of this product, it is also, which I'm sure, um, which is why you guys chose it. It's also very aesthetically unique. So this stick was designed like our other tinted sticks to have a foundation like base. So, you know, like foundation makeup base, which is what gives our sticks that high pigment load. You see it in our tinted sticks as well. Um, However, instead of this one being tinted to a skin tone this one applies stark white on the skin now i know the listeners may be thinking okay but why would i want that Mm -hmm. (laughs) um well if you are someone who is out in the sun all day say surfing lifeguarding hiking in a high desert area etc you need to see exactly where the product has been applied to make sure that you don't miss any areas on the face now This may be giving you flashbacks to the old school lifeguard, white zinc on the nose thing, but stay with me here. Um, Just like our other tinted sticks, this one can be blended and sheared out to give a much more natural look on the skin. But I will say you need to work quickly because another formula point of difference for our sticks is that they are semi-matte instead of slick and oily like other SPF sticks. And they are very grippy. So that's what helps it achieve that 80 minute water resistant claim as well. Um, So they can stay on your face while you're out in the water surfing, wiping your face, et cetera. So when the product sets, it really doesn't budge on the skin. A lot of my makeup artist friends love that. They call it transfer resistance. Um, That's an important term in cosmetics. We we haven't used that personally, but it really is. It really is a transfer resistant product. So the Pearl White Stick product, it gives you two ways to wear it. The first is you're out, you're being active, and you want to see exactly where you've applied it. So you're going to leave it with that whitish cast on your face and minimally blend so you can really see where the product is, where you need to reapply, etc. But the other way to wear it is to use it as the last step in your skincare regimen right before makeup. Um, you can blend it out so that it shears out on the skin. Now, I will okay. say this really only works for people with fair skin, which is perfect for redheads. And I I actually can wear it um, this way because I'm very fair. Um, it's great to use before makeup. One, because it has a kind of blurring effect on fair skin because it has that white pigment load. So it's actually it's going to take down redness. It's going to like, it's really nice to use as kind of like the base. Um, and because it's semi-matte, so it's not greasy. And what I have experienced is my time as a makeup artist is that as much as I urge all my clients to wear sunscreen, a lot of sunscreens, they just separate the makeup by midday. I'm like, I can tell yeah. I that I'm wearing sunscreen because it is separating around my nose. It's separating around my face. This one, the sticks are so great because they're matte and they have that grippy texture. Honestly, I use it pretty much like a primer because it really is nice. Under I was just going to ask that. Yeah. It's yeah. Like a primer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it makes it really great for everyday use. Um, but because this product is really versatile and, you know, we actually, the name of this product until this year was actually called the ghost stick because of how it applied. So it showed up white when you put it on, you could wipe it away and it would shear out. 
We actually changed the name to Pearl White this year because ghosting can be a negative term in sunscreen. Most people don't want to know that it has a, a ghosting effect. So we changed it just because the times have changed. You know, the naming conventions have changed and we changed it to Pearl White. But it really is a very versatile product for those reasons. And then you mentioned... Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, and you mentioned 80-minute water resistance. So for listeners yeah. who may not know what that is um how would you describe that yes so that's a great question uh all of virtuous face sticks are 80 minute water resistant which is actually the highest water resistant claim that you can make per fda guidelines in the u.s and the other claim you can make would be 40 minutes so 40 minute or 80 minute okay um what this means is that our products go through specific uh, third-party lab testing to ensure that after 80 minutes of submersion in water, that the sunscreen is still able to meet its SPF claim. Um, so yeah, I mean, Virtra products are unique because we have a roster of brand athletes that test our products by wear testing the prototypes before they launched. The interesting thing about this 80-minute water resistance claim, and this is not faulting the testing process by by any means, but these you know tests are um, they're not they're not foolproof. I mean, there's and they're not really showing the product in real-world settings, right? So, what we have found is that although a product may receive the green light stamp of approval from a lab that a certain product is 80-minute water resistant. In the real world, it may not live up to these expectations. Um, our biggest critics are definitely our surfers because of how much they're wiping their face, um, mm. their hands while they're surfing, you know, getting water out of their eyes and everything. Um, when we get a prototype, we actually send the products out to a few people on our athlete roster team and they go pick it for a spin. Sometimes, even though we have the evidence and we actually have the approval and we can claim that it's 80 minute water resistance, we do sometimes get less than glowing feedback from the surfers. And then we go back to the lab, make some changes so that it can withstand the kind of environments that our customers are using them in. So with Virtra, I always tell people you're getting the mandated like FDA lab approved 80 minute water resistance claim, but you're getting the real world athlete approved 80 minute water resistance claim as well. That is, yeah, that is really important. And also like reapplying too is yes. also, is also so important. So, Even though, yes. you know, people see that they're like, oh, I'm never going to reapply then, but just always reapply yes. to be safe. Very important. I'm so glad you touched that up. I would also like to say to that point, um, per FDA guidelines, you can't claim things that say waterproof or sweat proof because these terms are misleading to customers. So that's why we call it water resistance. Okay. Um, and I've just thrown it out there. Even though sunscreens claim 80-minute water resistance, if you are drying your face or body with a towel during that time, you absolutely need to reapply. So just like you guys said, reapplying frequently is extremely important, no matter the level of SPF or water resistance claim. Just reapply. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. I know. Just, and, just do it. And then talking about reef safety. Um, mm -hmm. Adrian and I were talking about this the other day when we were talking about sunscreens and you see it a lot more with sunscreens saying, okay, we are reef safe. Why is this important and why was it, I guess, important for the brand when it launched back in the early 2000s? Yeah, so um, I think we're seeing it a lot more now because Hawaii and the States is really leading the way in what is reef safe, what is not reef safe because of the actual 
uh, sunscreen ban that's been put in place. It was actually, um, I think they proposed it in 2018, and then it became it came into effect uh, January of 2021. So we're seeing really other brands because Hawaii is a huge sunscreen market. So if you're a sunscreen brand and you can't sell your products in Hawaii, that's a big problem. So in a lot of ways, it's great. It's forced brands to innovate, change things. You know, um, I think that's a good thing. But what Reef Safe means is that the SPF product does not contain the two ingredients, oxybenzone or octanoxate as active ingredients. And it's important to Vertra as a brand because our founders were surfers and water sport athletes that like literally just live to be in the water. Mm -hmm. um, the connection that this group of people have for the ocean is really incredible. And because of that, we want to take care of the ocean so that generations after us can have the same relationship with the ocean that we have. Um, we actually take our version of Reef Safe even further and make sure that we are paraben free and that our mineral actives are non nanoparticles. So although there isn't the same reef safe regulations on these last two things per the Hawaii ban, we do feel like as a brand that not including these ingredients is an important next step that we can do as a brand to take uh, to kind of, you know, have our own meaning of reef safe. Now, I do want to say, because people are probably going to go onto the website and look at our product line, we do have two lip balms in the line that currently are not considered reef safe because they contain octanoxate. However, we clearly call this out. We make sure that people are using these products for land use only. So again, there's an education factor mm -hmm. with it. Um, the brand actually did make the decision in 2020 to no longer make products that are not considered reef safe, even if they're just intended for land use, because we feel like it's just the right thing to do going forward. And it really is in line with the ethos of our brand. And we are constantly looking for ways to improve old formulations so that we do not have to have certain sunscreen actives, but still have formulas that are high performing and comfortable to wear. Yeah, that's no, I, I think it's it, so important. Yeah. Chemicals too, you know, and people love that, you know, sometimes people skip over like reset, uh, just like they do with um, cruelty free, you know, those mm -hmm. kind of like, same important things, but it's really important to a lot of people. So that's really awesome that you guys are, are making that step. Yeah. Thanks. And then what are some tips for after sun care? Now I know with you guys, of course, being a sun care company and, you know, especially with, um, the athlete approach to your brand and surfers and everything like that. Share some tips with our listeners about some after sun care. Cause I know that's a common question that Adrian and I get asked a lot, especially around this time of year and leading into the summertime. Yeah, for sure. So this is very fun to talk about for me because we at Virtua are actually currently working on a suite of products that will address what we call recovery. Oh, so both from I love that term, standpoint. recovery. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. your skin, you got to give your skin some time to recover and you have to help it. So we're doing that um, both from an athletic standpoint and from a skincare standpoint. So my personal tips, now I'm not going to focus on tips that involve a sunburn one because I'm not a medical professional and that's not really my lane um but two hopefully after after this you are all wearing sunscreen every day and reapplying uh frequently and I'm doing my little wink wink over here mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> but, um, <laughs> please please tell me you are but um so a couple of my main things that I would tell my clients to use when I was consulting in skincare and that I do tell our athletes to use um so sun exposure 
one of the main things that you can see how you can see it affecting your skin is that it causes hyperpigmentation in the skin or what is referred to as sunspots. So these take years to develop. They're very tricky to fade once you have them. And if you get them very dark and prominently, really lasers are pretty much the only option. So the best way to approach these is taking a preventative approach. Um, I love vitamin C. There's a whole bunch of vitamin C derivatives. For the most part, I just say pick the one that your skin tolerates because um, some vitamin C is better than no vitamin C in my opinion. Yeah, so yeah. It's a great ingredient because it helps reduce free radical damage that's caused by the UV rays, and it can simultaneously help lighten dark spots once you have them. So I personally tend to look for them in serums because they are more potent and can penetrate better than creams. But I also urge people, don't forget to apply this to your shoulders, neck, decollete, not just your face. Um, those areas can they tend to show sun damage actually first and that's where you're typically will start to see the freckling and the sunspots and just the sun damage because a lot of people will start taking care of their face then they tend to forget the other areas yeah you can never forget your neck your your neck is so so oh my gosh it's really everything we adrian and i have spoken to so many dermatologists estheticians whether it's on our website or on our podcast and they always say move the product down your skin, you know, down your neck and yeah. don't just get from your chin to your forehead. You have to really get your, you know, Adrian and I, we're laughing right now. You're laughing because we, yeah, we love our skin. Our, but shoulders is really important. I guess I never really put it on my shoulders. I have a lot of, Adrian and I both have a lot of freckles on our, more on our shoulders. I think it's because yeah. where the sun hits. Definitely. Yeah, it's a high point of the skin and the shoulders are a very, um, people forget, people forget. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm putting on my vitamin C serum, I'm definitely going to hit, you know, face, neck, decollete. And then if I've got some extras on my hands, I'm going to swipe them over my shoulders because it's, I, for me personally, um, as a teenager, I didn't have any sunspots on my face or hyperpigmentation on my face yet but where I saw it really early was my shoulders so that was my Mm -hmm. indication that I was probably getting a lot more sun exposure there than I was aware of and now that I am older and a little bit wiser (laughs) I just make it just it's just part of my skincare system you know so yeah totally yeah so I do love a great vitamin C um and I'm also, so I'm also been really into ceramide rich products for face and body after, you know, people have had a lot of sun exposure because just like when you're out in the sun all day and you get dehydrated, you know, cause it's drying, your skin dries out with prolonged sun exposure and ceramides actually help soothe the skin and repair the skin's moisture barrier. So this is particularly helpful if you are say experiencing sun exposure and windburn at the same time like if you went snowboarding or skiing and your skin's kind of sensitive because you've got windburns and you also have the sun exposure ceramides work really really great in that scenario and ceramides are just great for the skin in general you can find them in body products and face products again if it's for the face i'm going to go for a serum um so I, I love that. I've been really interested in CBD for calming um, skin that's had a lot of sun exposure because it yes. can help reduce inflammation. So that's a very interesting kind of, I know it's so buzzy right now, but there is a lot of good evidence that shows that CBD uh, is really good just for that inflammation of the skin. I personally have struggled with acne 
Um, my whole life, I have polycystic ovarian syndrome. So that kind of comes with the territory. Mm. But mm. CBD really has, um, for me at least, it's really it's really been helpful. And then the last thing is, I think skin health and, you know, skin is the largest or- organ in your body. So when you think of it that way, there really, I think, needs to be an internal as well an external approach. So my last thing would be eating a diet that's rich in antioxidants. That will, from the inside, help your skin defend against UV damage. Yeah, it's not a replacement. <laughs> to wear right. Sunscreen. You still need to wear sunscreen, but lots of fruits. Um, I actually do a meal delivery kit. And I'm going to plug them. This is not, this is, I'm not getting endorsed by them or anything, but daily harvest because they're uh, fruit and veggie smoothies. They're so easy. Oh so yeah. Convenient. I, yes. I know someone. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who just introduced me to, I haven't tried them, but she introduced me to that brand. But yeah, Adrian and I are huge advocates for living a healthy lifestyle, but it's exactly what you said, eating well and also using the right products. But what goes in your body and what you eat on a daily basis and drink on a daily basis is like just extremely, extremely important. And especially for your skin, especially for your skin. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. So yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. And so I, I love that. So that makes me feel like I'm doing a much better and I have really increased my intake of fruits and vegetables since using it, but really whatever way that you can, you know, even if you're just snacking, maybe swap something and snack on blueberries instead. Blueberries are great for antioxidants. Um, I try to drink at least two cups of green tea a day because there has been very interesting research that has shown that green tea, both topically, so in skincare and internally has been shown to help the skin defend itself against oxidative stress. So I kind of try to, you know, I try to walk the walk and as much as I talk the talk and I really have noticed a huge difference in my skin. I'm now to the point where I'm, I am seeing those sunspots starting to come up. But what I told my clients when I used to consult with skincare is that, you know, everything that you're seeing come up on the top, that's years in the making. So instead of stressing about it, you know, I just try to think that was all the fun I had playing soccer. And that was all that, you know, <laughs> and you live and you learn right. and, you know, you can, I, I do, you know, I do eat better, take better care of my skin, use vitamin C and put on my SPF now. And it really does um, hold it. It doesn't get much worse as long as you're really diligent. Um, you'll still see some come up just because, like I said, they're years in the making and we're always getting some UV exposure to some extent. But I think the last part is just give yourself a little grace and don't don't take it too seriously. It should be fun. Skincare should be fun, you know? Yeah, totally. And, you know, vitamin C is very important. H2 Barbox subscribers get a lot of vitamin they C. They really do. And I <laughs> are obsessed with it. So speaking of that, we are so, so excited to have Vertra a part of the May H2 Barbox. And what we're really excited about too is in the month of May, not only is it Melanoma Awareness Month, but people are going to start being outside and they're going to be using Vertra. So we're excited to see everyone's photos and engaging with us. So, um, you know, Vertra's social handles are on the info card inside of all H2 bar boxes. So Evelyn, we're just so excited to have this <laughs> partnership and, um, you know, we hope we get to talk to you soon. Yes. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited for all of your subscribers to, I think, uh, a lot of it, a lot of people will be introduced to Vertra for the first time. So I'm so yeah. excited for everyone to try it and you'll find out why we have kind of been like the, 
kind of secret hero of the, you know, action sports space. And um, I think they'll love it on in their day-to-day routines as well. So I'm very excited about that. Thank you. Us too. So talk to you soon and um, stay safe out there, you know? Yeah. Crazy time. Sure. <laughs> it is. Yeah, for sure. You ladies too. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll Bye-bye. Wow. I learned so much from just talking with her. You know, over the course of these last several months, I've spoken with her uh, several times on the phone leading up to them being a part of our May H2R box. But hearing her story, like about her fiance and just the... What about being in the World Cup too? I mean, she obviously can really relate to athletes too. And her background in skin and makeup. And it's just... You know, when she was telling me all of that on a call a couple months ago, when we were learning about the brand, I I thought, oh my God, this would be such great synergy with get, getting her on our podcast and talking about, you know, their sunscreen sticks and all their sunscreen tips because, you know, they're, they're surfers in Hawaii, you know, they're yeah. out and... It's Those waves remarkable. are no joke in Hawaii. Did you just see on Instagram, I share, I gave, I sent a photo yeah. to you? Stuff. Yeah. Those <laughs> waves are like... Are you kidding? I mean, I know. wow. I can't even They're imagine. Like, um... They're thrill seekers. And then also it's like what she said. They are really one with the planet and the world. Like they, yeah, yeah. the ocean itself, which is pretty remarkable. And it we're just- to them for sure. Yeah. And we're just really excited to, you know, include this face stick in our May H2 bar box. I did want to make a note. This is not a sponsored- podcast episode at all it's oh no we really wanted to kick off melanoma awareness month with talking of course about sunscreen and sun tips and like the cool fact about reef safe i reef friendly sunscreens i and the ban in hawaii you know just things like educational is what Mm -hmm. we're focusing on this month and throughout the remainder of the summertime so yeah evelyn was awesome i she really was yeah and for everyone who's getting their may h2 bar box you got your tracking you're probably tracking it right now or you're going to be receiving it with the next couple days we're really excited that you're going to be able to know about this product and know it's coming in the box because that's very rare usually products are always always a surprise but we really thought it would be really cool to kick it off give you guys like hey this is coming to you and you get really excited because we're really excited about it too so we hope that you really enjoy the may box too because there's other awesome products inside (laughs) yeah and if you're not an h2 bar box subscriber head to h2barbox.com to subscribe today free shipping throughout the entire united states and you can head to our instagram page the handle is h2 bar box to see past beauty boxes and it our website details a lot of questions and definitely leave us a five-star review on any streaming if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or even Google Play. Yeah, and we're going to drop everything into the podcast notes too. We always do. We always put it on howtobearedhead.com. So if you have any questions about like, what exactly was in the H2 bar box? What Virtra product was in the H2 bar box? Um, anything about our conversation, we'll drop it in the notes so you guys can check it out. But again, it's great to be back. And yeah, we're pumped. Back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we're pumped for so many episodes, not only in May for Melanoma Awareness Month, but throughout June, July, and August. So many cool yeah. things. And like always, rock it like a redhead. Like a redhead.